Listener discretion is always advised. Night 911 dispatcher Crystal Perez has been placed on unpaid administrative leave, along with Bear County Sheriff Sergeant Ronaldo Salinas and Deputy Juan Leal. What did they do? All three have received notices of proposed termination. For what? Their conduct, apparently, during the course of the investigation, was found to be egregious enough to where we would issue those proposed terminations. What did they do? Many of the texts are too explicit for us to share. Sergeant Salinas to dispatcher Perez. I feel so hot and sexy when I'm Perez. I can feel it, all of it, and I love it. Salinas, we need another hotel day. Wait a second. These are co-workers? Deputy Leal to dispatcher Perez. I can't wait for us to be naked and us caressing each other and then kissing each other all over. Perez, expletive, yes. She, she just loved my life and it was very distraught, heartbreaking. I was in, in disbelief. Cry. It's okay to cry, man. The dispatcher's husband, John Carlo Perez, discovered texts between his wife and six sheriff's deputies. Did he go through her phone? Plus a city of Converse police officer. Whoa. In December, he gave them to internal affairs and an investigation was opened. These emojis uh, to reference body parts and they would talk about, you know, kissing, making out and all these, like I said, just sexual connections. Perez took screenshots of the text from his wife's phone, and many of the timestamps are missing, so it's not clear if the texters were on duty. But in one thread on a Friday night at 10.20 p.m., Sergeant Salinas tells dispatcher Perez, I get off at midnight. Dirty bitch! Came in early. Very hard for me to read. I can imagine. Was that your husband that she was texting? Jessica Jarvis is now divorcing a fourth sheriff's employee who is being disciplined. Investigator Jason Jarvis received a proposed suspension of 30 days. These are people that are supposed to be protecting us, supposed to be serving, you know, and and making sure the community is safe. While details of the investigation remain secret, it does not appear anyone broke the law, but those disciplined allegedly violated sheriff's office policies. Certainly the case is being uh, taken seriously. And quite frankly, I I believe uh, it's it's quite possible that some people are gonna lose their career uh, as a result of this. It is still possible more deputies could be disciplined. Wow, so they were hired to protect and serve the community. But it seems like this, this gang, this, this group of outlaws, this, this uninhibited uh, a group of individuals couldn't keep it in their pants. Wow. I mean, I thought we were adults here. I mean, that's what it says. But anyway, you guys know one thing. This is for masters, this technique. Yes, it's Tuesday. You motherfucking right I'm back. This is justice. Yes, I do the podcasting thing. I'm here five days a week. I happen to call it the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Let's get into a show. I mean, man, I have reported before about sheriff's departments having orgies and going in when they should be out on the streets. But damn, I didn't think that I was going to get a three-peat. I think this is three stories within four months about a whole-ass motherfucker uh, fucking at their job. And and hey, if you're on the on the receiving end of, of this transaction, I'm pretty sure you're happy, no matter how the chips may fall. As long as you don't get caught up in the controversy, that proceeds this this cheating scandal. I mean, the guy, the husband, he was heartbroken. Did you hear the pain in his voice? It was trembling. It was breaking at every single moment, every single word. It seems like he couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on. He should have talked to me. I would have told him that still I'm justice. And I'm back for another motherfucking episode. Yes, I'm still peaceful. Breaking bitches is a pastime. Talking shit is a fun time. 
and right about now it's my time to get into a motherfucking show. Let's 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 go, y'all. Let's go. Now, I had to report that to you. I'm sorry. It's 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 just too beautiful. And and, and, and you know, it's a beautiful thing when you catch all reality in that moment as it happens because it is un you can't reduplicate the shit. You really can't. And and the reason why I say that some things are are just you can't do them twice. You can't you can't replicate them. You can't duplicate them. You can't copy them. <coughs> Excuse me. That's the tree. But you can't replicate them. You can't copy them. And sometimes these moments are actually captured as they are happening. And when they are captured, it seems like you're right there in the moment. I talk to some of these people that I work with in this shit factory that's my job right now, and I constantly remind them that one of the most passionate individuals actually lived during my time. Quite a few, actually. But the one that I'm speaking of right now, he's special in his, well, he was special in his craft. And when he talked about what it was that he wanted to do, with the rest of his life, this man was passionate. And I believed him. I, I believe that everybody who saw him believed him. Let me see if you could recognize this voice. What good is a fast car, a flash house, and a gold plate of Dunny to me? Absolutely no good at all. I've been put on this planet to protect wildlife and wilderness areas, which in essence is going to help humanity. I want to have the purest oceans. I want to be able to drink water straight out of that creek. I want to stop the ozone layer. I want to save the world. And you know money? Money's great. I can't get enough money. And you know what I'm going to do with it? I'm going to buy wilderness areas with it. Every single cent I get goes straight into conservation. And guess what, Charles? I don't give a rip whose money it is, mate. I'll use it and I'll spend it on buying land. What good is a fast car, a flash house know, and a gold? Do you know that voice? Can you recognize it? I'm pretty sure some of you teeny boppers don't know who the fuck that was. Don't have any idea about the passion it is that was coming through as that man spoke. That was Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. And Steve Irwin, he stayed true to his cause until the day that he died, even though he was the crocodile hunter who was killed by a stingray. He was, he was determined to keep wildlife wild. He was determined for us to have the ability to look at the animals that was created just throughout time. So what do we do with that? Why don't anybody, why, why isn't anyone else moving like that? Is that your question? I mean, because now we see people who have been raised up on these, these pedestals, these platforms. And as they get older, I mean, you have to start to question, were they really about what the fuck it is that they said they was about in the beginning? Or are they some of the best actors ever? Yeah, ever. I mean, there is this guy, a religious guy. Uh, he's quite popular. He He's known around the world forward and back. He was caught, wasn't even caught. He was recorded in the moment doing something that was passionate. And that's how I can link the first clip to this clip. And if you don't know what the fuck or who the fuck it is that I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Dalai Lama. If you have not seen this footage of the Dalai Lama with a little boy sitting on a table that he kisses and then proceeds to tell this kid to suck his tongue. I mean, what the fucking impossible? That's what I said when I read the article, but then I saw the video. Dalai Lama has apologized to a boy and his family after a video clip purportedly showing the Tibetan spiritual head asking him to suck his tongue. In the video, you can see the boy come forward to give a hug to Dalai Lama and kiss his cheek, but... What the fuck? Then Dalai Lama kisses the boy on his lips and he is heard asking the boy to suck his tongue. What the fuck? The statement it read, His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family as well as his many friends across the world for the hurt his words may have caused. Wait a second, buddy. 
those words weren't hurtful. I don't even think, unless you said, unless you mean you're sorry that you asked. His Holiness uh, often teases people. He meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. Uh, he regrets the incident. Many were outraged at the behavior of the 87-year-old, though some explained that sticking one's tongue out is a form of greeting in Tibet. But asking someone else, asking someone to suck your, your su excuse me, but asking someone to suck your tongue is a form of sexuality here in the United States. Is it sexuality or, 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 or sexualness? I don't know what the word is, but if I tell somebody to suck my tongue, I promise you one thing, it's going to be a lady. And I promise you something else, she's going to suck some dick. Right after she sucks my motherfucking tongue. That's no motherfucking lie. I mean, th this is a real story. This is really happening right now. There's no way that I could make this shit up. I mean, constantly. The more and more that you turn around, it's a brand new motherfucking story. And I know everybody doesn't have the time that I have to sift through what is actually important enough to be presented in news fashion or form to our culture, to our people, or to anybody for that matter. So you can thank me now and, I, and, and I'll tell you you're welcome later, maybe. But at the same time, that is a very controversial story that I haven't even seen on the news. I had to go to the internet to find that shit. Also, with that story going on, in the backdrop, there's a few other motherfucking things that you might want to know about. Like, uh, maybe what the fuck is going on with your banks? What's going on with your money? You might be on your way to work. You might be at work. You might be thinking about work. Well, while you work, I want you to understand that they are working on something else also. So, nobody told you this is what's currently going on with the United States dollar and why we could be in a lot of trouble. Number one... Kenya just signed a deal with Saudi Arabia and the United Arabian Emirates to buy oil with Kenya currency or Kenya shillings instead of utilizing the United States dollar. So now they don't want to use the dollar. Number two, China and France just secured its very first deal with LNG gas, utilizing the Chinese yuan currency instead of the United States dollar. They don't want to use the dollar. And then number three, the Southeast Asian nations are currently planning to delist and stop utilizing the euro and the United States dollar as well as the sterling silver as a means of currency for trade and choosing to go with local currencies as well. They ain't fucking with the United States dollar. Here's why everybody needs to know this. Number one, we already know that the value of the United States dollar is currently going to crap because of the fact that the Federal Reserve decided to print trillions of dollars for the past 15 years since the United States housing market crash of 2008. What's even worse, currently right now, all of the countries that I said are currently making an alliance and I currently have an alliance called the BRICS Nation. If you don't know what BRICS Nation is, it's a faction of other superpower countries, including Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, in terms of the overall global economic market. Now, meanwhile, while we're sitting here fighting a war in Russia, here's the main reason why we're doing it. It's not because of Ukraine. It's because of the fact that we are currently headed towards World War III, and it's going to be the battle over the power of the entire global economic world. Currencies are changing. Currently, right now, everybody needs to start investing. There's going to be a lot of opportunity that arises from this, but there's going to be a lot of calamity first, and it's going to get worse before it decides to get better. Let me know what you guys think about this. And like always, it's going to be a great day. Yes, have a great day, and thank you, Phoenix Blackfire, for your input right there. Like he said it, ain't nobody fucking with the American dollar no more. Everybody on the outside of this country has decided to form a whole new alliance, and that alliance is not inclusive to the United States. It is not welcoming to what it is that we have going on in this country, and for the life of me. For the death of me, for the breath of me, I cannot figure out why it is that other countries do not want to fuck with this country. I mean, it, 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 it definitely can't be because we fry our turkeys on Thanksgiving, could it? That's fucking impossible. It, it can't be because we like action movies, could it? That's fucking impossible. It cannot be because Jiffy is the best motherfucking cornbread ever, could it? That's fucking impossible. I don't know why they not fucking with us. I really don't. Maybe we'll be able to circle back around to this subject before I get the fuck up out of here. But for the life of me, I cannot figure out 
why it is that they not fucking with us, the U.S. I mean, call me dumb, call me blind, call me mixed, but just don't call me justice. Anyway, like I said, you know, there are other pressing matters. I know this morning before I began to record, I made me a nice cup of joe. I love coffee. It makes me pee. But anyway, like I said, I made me a cup of joe and I sat down to hit the record button and something very, very crazy happened. Something like this right here. You just made a statement. You said one cup of coffee uh, cuts the... The kidneys shuts the kidneys down for 24 hours. Hold on. One cup of coffee shuts the kidneys down for 24 hours? To filter the poison out. And it can't do no other function. Is coffee that poison? It's that poison. Yes, it's that poison. And I'll tell you something else. Not only that poison, but that addictive. Let's play a game. I'm your grandson, right? And I'm smoking reefers. I smoke reefers. Me and you as partners. All right, partner. I don't like my daddy, which is your son. Fuck that nigga. But me and you is tight. Yeah. So you come to the table, and I say, Grandpa, I just read something about coffee. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to put your coffee on the table and put my reefers on the table. We're going to sit here a week. You don't drink no coffee, I'm going to smoke no reefer. <laughs> I wonder exactly what would happen if you were to do that with this generation of children. <laughs> Yeah, you know you love me. <laughs> you know it. It won't work. No, it won't work. It won't work. I mean, it is one of the most... Coffee is that bad. The number one addiction, nicotine's number two, whiskey's number three, and the drugs is way back behind that. Yeah. Wait a second. So, if coffee is number one, meaning the caffeine and the sugar, and then nicotine is number two, and then alcohol is number three, and then all of the other hard drugs is number four, I can't. I just cannot uh, uh, not ask this question. Is it a possibility that that um? That, that Dutch Brothers, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and all the rest of these coffee houses, is there a way to check to see if they have invested in any type of kidney uh, uh, treatments, any dialysis centers, anything of that nature? Because if your kidneys are shutting off five days a week just to process the poison of caffeine and coffee, I mean, if you do that for years... You're going to have kidney problems. And of course, the people who sent you there would love to go ahead and catch that net of money that's going to come from all of those doctor visits. You know, but yet and still, we got everybody believing it's the hard drugs that's not. It's not the hard drugs that's killing us. Thank you, Dick Gregory. Hey, 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 a legend, a legend. Speaking of legends, let's go ahead and talk to another one. If Bishop from Juice was was a reflection of young black males today, I, I wouldn't be honest if I didn't show another reflection. All of our young black males are not violent. They're all not taking the law into their own hands. They're all not going to that extreme to accomplish some sort of um, achievement in their life. Do you recognize that voice? That should be the name of this podcast today. Do you recognize that voice? Listen. So this is just another way of showing how you can be a young black male and accomplish something. Lucky is doing it the opposite way the bishop did. He's working. He's very responsible. He's deliberate about the things he's doing. He's taking care of his daughter. He's a respectful person. You know what I'm saying? He lives at home with his mother. He's not sweating it. That's where he wants to be. He wants to work. He wants to set goals and accomplish them. It's real. It's, it's just how you feel when you get around somebody you like and you can't express yourself. Everybody's going to feel that frustration. Everybody's going to feel that stutter when you want to say something and you don't come out right. Everybody can relate to that black, white, small, tall, fat, sore, skinny, all that. So that's what it's about. It's like it's just that, that awkwardness of being around somebody that you really enjoy and you really want to get to know better. But you don't want to give up nothing. They don't want to give up nothing. If Bishop, you don't want to give up nothing. They don't want to give up nothing. So neither one of you guys meet on level ground. That was the late great Tupac Shakur for some of you stupid motherfuckers who don't recognize that voice. But yeah, Tupac hit a lot of things right on the motherfucking head. And one thing that Pac constantly got right was his perception about how it is that this government always has kept 
especially black people in a circumstance that it is they find themselves trapped in. And of course, we could always blame the oppressor, but never, ever, ever have you heard someone admit that they like being oppressed. But that's the truth. A lot of people, they need structure. Even if that structure is terrible, they don't give a fuck, it's structure. But when the structure becomes terrible, it usually is never really checked until someone on the outside comes in and they give you a little bit of, of a, 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 a different perspective, a, a different vantage point on how to look at the situation, kind of like this guy. Russia had its own pussy riot moment. What do you think of Donald Trump's pussy riot moment? Well, uh, I don't know whether this would... I, English is not my mother tongue. I don't know whether I would, be, uh, I, I would sound, uh, I mean, uh, decent. Um, there are so many pussies around your presidential campaign on both sides that I prefer not to comment about this. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Rush. Wow, he said that there is so many pussies in our presidential campaign that uh, the Trump pussy shit, it, was, it, it wasn't surprising. I mean, it's not a secret at all. I mean, there's some punk motherfuckers in Congress and in government, and that, that's just not a secret. But speaking of secrets, guess what I found out? Apple has one. Here's something about Apple no one's talking about. Everyone has experienced at some point when they update their old iPhone and notice how slow and almost unusable it is. So in 2020, Apple got sued in Europe over software update that slowed down old iPhone. Now, Wait a second, so Apple slows down the older iPhones when they update the newer ones? One of the main reasons they do this, of course, is because they profit more, you gotta go buy a new phone. But this is called planned obsolescence and it's actually illegal. But here's the thing, with the launch of 5G around the world, Phones one day may only run on 5G because the new phones are becoming compatible and less compatible with the old generation network. And did you know more science has shown that there's a connection between 5G, the electromagnetic frequencies, and the heavy metals from these types of things here that I can't mention? The chemtrails? There is a plot to synthesize us with the artificial world. Frequencies, chemicals, heavy metals. This is why it's so important during to detox. I don't know. I don't sell any detox shit. If you want to detox, get on the internet and look for detox shit. But that is a dirty ass secret that Apple is running. And I'm pretty sure every single one of these other cellular car uh, carriers are running also is that, listen, we can't make you upgrade, but at the same time, we could turn your motherfucking phone into a goddamn brick. That's right. You're holding an antique. You're holding something that's obsolete. You're holding something that is not even useful. You can't even resell some of these old phones. And I know that they have these minerals and the rest of the things that it is that is needed to power a phone. But yet still, you can't resell them motherfuckers. What else, Apple? In recent years, Fitbits and Apple Watches have exploded in popularity. But is this a good thing? In order to use the Apple Watch, you have to connect it to the phone. And of course, this is done wirelessly. The problem with that? The more wireless frequencies you're exposed to, the worse off you may be. There are many websites that expose this. However, this information is 100% suppressed. In terms of many posts are getting fact-checked, pages are getting deleted for exposing the effects of electromagnetic radiation. Electromagnetic radiation? That's the first time I've heard that. Apple Watch is one of the most connected devices you can put on your wrist, as it connects via Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, and cellular. So the Apple Watch is actually worse than the AirPods. One of the major dangers with wearable technology, like the Apple Watch, is that it is constantly in contact with your skin. There was also Reddit threads that got deleted by admins that had hundreds of replies with people with burns in the shape of the Apple Watch. Whoa! That's from the heat and the radiation. The problem with electromagnetic frequencies is that it affects you on a cellular level, causing oxidative damage to your DNA. It also can disrupt sleep, energy, and mental clarity because the frequencies are playing with the brain waves that your brain is naturally supposed to be emitting. So this is one of the reasons why I never get an Apple Watch. I mean, hell, that's why I don't even have the Wi-Fi on is because I'm trying to avoid all these electromagnetic frequencies. So we can get the electric magnetic frequency radiation through Wi-Fi. 
And instead, I just wire my devices to the Internet, which anyone can do. But in the meantime, in the meantime, if you need to detox, go detox. I cannot play anyone else's ads on my show. I do not receive compensation for pressing somebody else's products. Hey, that's just the truth. I don't take any sponsors because I do not like to be told what it is that I can and can not say. I mean, and I have a lot of shit to say. That's that's known already. We're 300 and something episodes into this podcast. And I know for a fact that I have more to talk about. And the more I talk, the, 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 the more I learn that, you know, everybody's not out on a necessary, a necessarily positive note. Everyone's not speaking with love and legacy and, 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 and heart and shit like that. A lot of people are up here to gaslight. And when you get gas lit. Man, don't you feel like shit? Don't you feel like somebody kind of robbed you of the truth? Either way, no matter how you feel, it's still going to happen. And when that happens, of course you got those motherfuckers who want to jump in and give you your two cents. I mean, give you their two cents about your situation. Kind of like what it is that I do over here. Except for my shit is refined. It is concentrated. It is just us over here. But... When I'm talking about gaslighting, what I'm really talking about is how I see some women get offended or 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 get twisted or 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 kind of pressed out of proportion when it comes to how us guys feel about how what it is that some of you gals do kind of like this lady. So on my Instagram and I'm looking in the comments and it's basically about some guy in jail and some girl talking about oh her man is coming home from jail whatever right and then all these pages in the comments which i'm assuming are black men or whoever are in there bashing black women saying oh only black women do this behavior only black women want to be baby mamas only black women glorify having a man in jail and all sorts of stupid shit i would like to know what website you were on when you saw that because uh whole bitches are worldwide I'm white, and I'm also sick and tired of seeing all this nonsensical, stereotypical backlash that black women get for doing the same things that every other race of women literally does. So am I to understand that it is that you want some of this prestige as being a irresponsible young female adult? Like black men like to gaslight black women and make them think somehow they're inferior to other races because they're doing things differently than other races of women when they actually aren't. How would you know, white lady? You don't even live in the culture, right? I mean, you can identify with what the fuck it is that all the other races are doing. Maybe you have some black friends and one of them was crying to you one day. So you felt emotional and decided to make this motherfucking post. But you cannot completely understand exactly what the fuck goes on in the black culture, especially if you have blue eyes and blonde motherfucking hair. Let me make one thing clear. Plenty of white women are baby mamas. Yes, no one will ever deny the fact that women all around the world will always be called baby mamas. Plenty of white and Spanish and Asian women, mainly white women, will definitely be up beside their man in jail. That is true also. Many people stick with the people that it is that they're supposed to be grouped with, meaning in a relationship. In fact, the biggest pick niches and the biggest ones who are dumb for their man and are the biggest ride or dies are white and Spanish women. And we love them for that. Don't take offense because I'm white and Spanish. See, how the fuck would you know? German and Argentine. Most of the time, black women are actually smarter. Wait a second. They are very, very smart. But I don't know if you listen to the podcast, young Spanish and Caucasian woman. There are some disturbing stories that have been told here. Less codependent. You're lying. And more likely to leave a man. That is the problem. Not as weak in the knees for a man as a lot of white and Spanish women are who are what? Willing to stay and literally never leave through anything. Which I feel is the main reason 
why black men try to bash black women because you know other races of women are more willing to tolerate a lot of shit and be quote-unquote submissive and a ride or die and hold on you said that's why you feel fuck your feelings what do you think because i feel like you're pandering to get you some new black friends so you can meet some new black women to possibly and this is just me just possibly Fuck one of they baby daddies. Never leave and do things that a black woman is too smart and too strong to do. Also, my granddaddy is white. Good for him. And he has about five to six baby mamas. He got around. And my grandma never married my grandpa. She was cheating too. And he also never raised the majority of his kids. Because they ain't his. He was a deadbeat. No, he wasn't. White people do the same shit. Like, Just worst. Like, I don't, don't let these black men gaslight you and make you think, oh, well, the white women get married and the Panda, 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 panda. And this, no, these bitches are stupid. They're stupid. White women are just as fucking ratchet and ghetto. No shit, because you guys want to be those ladies. And we do all the same shit in white families that y'all do in black families. No, it you don't. Don't say that. You do not do all of the same things in white families that people do in black families. I could just go down a list right now. I mean, uh, do I have time? Of course. Well, let's go ahead and make a distinction of what exactly the difference is between white people families and black people families. Well, it's just a few couple, just a couple little things that we're going to take into account right now. The number one thing being this, black people wash their legs. Believe it or not, we wash and oil our bodies constantly. White people don't. We wash and season our chicken. White people don't, uh, they don't even wash the chicken, let alone season it. But anyway, back to this lady. If not actually worse, <laughs> like I thought when everyone saw the show Shameless, they kind of got an idea of how dysfunctional a lot of white families are. But I wait a minute, you're talking about the drunk bitch and, and the crazy family with the one white, I mean, with the one black girl in the whole show Shameless? Is that, are we supposed to be looking at entertainment for how exactly it is that the other cultures exist. I guess you guys really didn't get the memo, like, so black woman, you're good. Keep doing you. Stop listening to these fucking podcasts and all Oh, you bitch. You punk ass bitch. I did not know she said that. Fuck you, bitch. You look like your pussy stank on everything I love. Plus, it looks like your motherfucking ass took a bump for you decided to jump on the motherfucking internet. Bullshit these black men are portraying. Oh, you have an attitude. You have an attitude, bitch. Every fucking woman on the planet has an attitude. She just admitted that she had a fucking attitude. Especially if she's from New York. Every woman has an attitude. Pussy probably smell like New York rat. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Don't get mad because you don't have no friends. Don't get angry because because one of these sisters whooped your ass because you fucked her baby daddy. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but she shouldn't have brought the word podcast. <laughs> into her motherfucking vocabulary. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be there, not at all. Because you know, when, when it comes to what it is that I do over here, I don't like to just put it in the category of podcast. This is infotainment, motherfucker. You're learning something and you should be laughing along with me. If you're not, it's not my fault your life sucks, okay? I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's a sad story all the way around. Kind of like this one. It is kind of ironic that I have this face and I've always wanted to be a comedian since I was a kid, but. This lady looks like Jim Carrey. But you know, like what else am I gonna do? Like imagine if I was a doctor with this face, you know, just walking in like, bad news. <laughs> Good luck. She will be the thumbnail of this podcast. I think that's my favorite comment of all time, that I'm wish Jim Carrey. Like you want Jim Carrey, but you go to wish and then you get me. Wow. They called her. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, the broke Jim Carrey. That that wasn't the word I was looking for. What do you call it? cheap Jim Carrey? Uh, uh, knockoff. That's knockoff Jim Carrey. 
Like, why does my Jim Carrey have a vagina somewhere? Hey, hey, that's funny. I think, maybe. I believe the universe is with me. Not only do I have Jim Carrey's face, but tonight I chipped my tooth. Now I look like Floyd Christmas. Hey, you know, <laughs> you can't make some of this shit up. Come on. It is kind of ironic that yeah, I have this. Come on, man. Hey, hey, I do not. I do not make these stories up. That's why I have to fucking share them with you. I mean, this none of this shit is fake. All of this is true, authentic things that are happening on this marble that is supposedly spinning in a vacuum of space that's in the middle of nowhere that no one doesn't want to talk about ever because they're afraid to die. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it just got dark. And that's all true, too. You know what's you know what's cold about the truth and about things that are real is that when anything is real, you have to acknowledge that some things are fake. For I think a decade now, have been actually making fake lettuce, fake eggs. What I thought was even more weird. Apparently, they glue meat together. You know, when you buy a steak, you think it's a solid steak, but some of the cheap steaks are actually just a bunch of different end pieces, and they have this weird glue, and they glue ends together, and they apparently do it with chicken too. I I think that's why it says on a lot of chicken packages, the cheap chicken. This is 15% rib meat. <laughs> what the fuck, man? So I can't drink coffee. Now I can't eat steak or chicken or anything. That, don't breathe that in. Otherwise known as meat glue. Stay over the top like that. We mix it up. Then roll it and refrigerate. Ours uncooked, but cooked is another story. And it's not just beef. Pork, lamb, fish and chicken. It looks like one piece of chicken. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. But hard to tell, isn't it? On the grill, it's even harder to pick. So that's the real McCoy. Nice and tender. Let's go for the meat glue. I can't tell the difference. And, and your taste buds, they don't know the difference. So don't think that you'll be able to say, oh, no, that's that right. There is not authentic Wagyu steak. No, that's not. No, motherfucker. Your body, this shit has been chemically engineered to taste exactly the same way that real meat tastes. On a side note, I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of individuals out there who knows exactly what meat tastes like, you dick sucking. And chances are you're eating it on a regular basis. For, I think, uh, on a regular basis, you might be eating fake motherfucking food. I mean, I, I, my soul is hurting. Fuck. Why do black singers sing so much better than white singers? Ooh, you about to get the answer that you don't want. Sorry, is that... Hey, fellow black person here. Uh, yes, uh, we sing from the depths of our soul, ma'am. Uh, but it's only because we sing from our soul. So all you need to do is just sing from your... Yeah, well, ah, on to the next. Joke so while QRB. everybody was distracted by everything else going on in the world right now, um, this happened. Jeffrey Epstein's estate finds treasure trove of graphic photos and videos sparking possible FBI probe. Whoa, more Jeffrey Epstein stuff. It says a treasure trove never seen, seen before, pornographic photos and videos secretly stashed away by Jeffrey Epstein were found by the estate when they were going through all his stuff. I mean, why it took so long? He passed away in 2019 in August, so I'm not really sure why it took so long to even go through his stuff like that. Like, that should have been one of the first things that was done, seeing as how he was arrested for that specific thing, like sex trafficking, you know? So I'm not really sure why it took him so long, but there's still a chance that we might see some justice for the people on his list, hopefully. Wow, so if he died in 2019 and we're in 2023 and we just now found out that they found a treasure trove of videos and of pictures 
from this guy's shit. I mean, like I keep saying, I'm not a smart man. Well, thank you, grandson. I didn't say I was an idiot. I just said I wasn't a smart man. I could only imagine that it has taken a long time for them to either digitally edit some of those pictures or to make sure that they didn't have anybody in those pictures whose career could possibly implode if one of these things were to leak. I mean, four years and we're just now figuring out what the fuck was really going on on that island and the way that I look at it, by the time that we really figure out what the fuck is going on, over, what the fuck was really going on over there, some of us will be dead. And, and, and I, I, it makes me angry. It makes me mad. It makes my face scrunch up like a scrunchie. And, and I heard from this wise man that I shouldn't look mad and I shouldn't be mad. And thinking mad equals bad. Anyway, listen. Anger, for example, is a very toxic emotion. And it does cause heart damage over time. It's the only emotion that we really know that's been linked to things like cardiovascular risk. And anger is, is toxic because it's like you're driving a car, you've, you're stepping on the gas and pushing on the brake at the same time because anger tells you to run away and to attack at the same time because you don't know what's going to happen. And so it, it really amps up the physiological demand on your body. And so if you, you know, including your heart and your musculature. So if you stay like that for like 10 years, Shit. you know, you're going to age 20 years. And that's a bad plan. Anger. Anger. Don't get angry. Some of these stories, they will make you angry. And, and, and I'm sorry about that, but it is a fact. And I don't know if you know how I feel about facts. They're beautiful. They're, they're, they're ugly. They're, they're inclusive, exclusive. They are an exclusive thing here on my show. And sometimes these facts, they may be morbid. Sometimes you don't even want to know the intricacies of these facts, but that does not subtract away from the fact that they're still facts. Never tell me the odds. Part eight. A man from New Jersey bought a $5 bottle of orange juice from ShopRite, which his wife made him return because she thought it was too expensive. He then decided to buy two Powerball tickets with the refunded money and ended up winning the $300 million jackpot. Divorce. A man from Washington State found a caterpillar that looks like it has the face of Edgar Allan Poe on its back. In 2018, a woman from Canada was shot in the chest at point-blank range. But miraculously, her breast implant deflected the bullet, resulting in her only injury being a fractured rib. Man, that's a tough titty right there. These two nurses were hired within months of each other to work the same shift at the same Florida hospital. They soon discovered that they were long-lost sisters from North Korea who had been separated for nearly 40 years. Hey, they dad was out there humping and grinding, boy. Never tell me the odds. Pa I will not tell you the odds. Never, not one time. I promise you that there, sir. I mean, hey, hey, the odds, they're ugly. And the odds of me being able to tell you some of the most horrendous shit, that's high. But the odds of me actually being able to pinpoint a story that links to an old Brad Pitt movie with, what's that guy's name with the sleepy eyes? I don't know. Fuck him. But... In order for me to link these two stories together, first you have to use your imagination. Could, could you believe that there was actually a middle school fight club? Yes, a middle school fight club. That's fucking impossible. Oh, my God. I keep telling you here in 2023, everything is fucking possible. Listen to this crazy shit. Now, a teacher was arrested for organizing classroom fights for middle school students. This is the real fight club. Now, this is Tallahassee, Florida. A Florida middle school teacher has been arrested for hosting student fights and letting her kids brawl in the classroom, according to reports. Angel Footman, 23, allegedly allowed kids to sock each other senseless as she looked on from her desk, sometimes telling kids not to record the blows or attract attention by screaming and yelling. Hey, man, she is from the hood. Several sixth grade girls alerted administrators at Griffin Middle School in Tallahassee after Footman's, after Footman's turned her classroom into a secret boxing pit. 
staffers were also presented with several videos shot late last month that showed footmen stationed at her desk while students hammered each other. Hey, that's the wrong word. The footage showed her laying down the rules of engagement, telling participants not to pull hair and not to limit their clashes to 30 seconds each. Oh, not to pull hair and to limit their clashes to up to 30 seconds each, the outlet reported. According to court documents obtained by WCTV, students said they planned their melees to take place in Footman's sanctuary. And that rematches were sometimes encouraged. I mean, this little crazy bitch decided to have a fight club right in her motherfucking class. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I know one thing. Somebody fucked her. And I, I know another thing. Crazy bitches got the best pussy. But at the same time, is this bitch crazy or is this bitch just negligent? I really don't know. I do know one thing. For the guy that did fuck her, he probably came over to her house and they were probably chilling out doing what it is that grown folks do before fucking drinking, smoking, watching a little Netflix before it was time to chill. But what if he had to take a shit and what if he didn't know what to do who would he contact who could he call is there a video of advice for these older men and younger men of what to do when you need to take a shit at a young lady's house well i found one how to take a shit at a bitch crib look guys whenever you at a bitch crib and your stomach start hating on you you should probably just get the fuck out of there Tell her you need to go to the store because you got a headache. Ooh, that's a hell of a headache to leave some pussy, bruh. If she says she got Tylenol, you only take ibuprofen. I don't take neither one of them, so I'm gonna have to lie three times. If she says she got ibuprofen, you only take Tylenol. But what if you stuck at her crib? Well, tell her you got something in your eye. And then go to the bathroom and turn the water up real high and turn the fan on. Now look around for some fabuloso or some bleach. Now there's a couple of things that my little stupid mind has already identified here is what if you go to her house and you do say and you and you say that you do have something in your eye and you go to her bathroom to take a shit and then you start to do this procedure that this guy is talking about and this daddy bitch ain't got no bleach, she ain't got no fabuloso, she ain't got none of the items that's needed. Is there a backup plan? And then pour that shit into the toilet. And then I want you to grab some toilet paper and I want you to put it into the toilet water. Now, this going to make it where she can't hear your shit when it hit the water. Bruh, how long have you been practicing concealing taking shits? Now, go ahead and drop a douche. When you're done, I need you to close the lid on the toilet before you flush it. And then you're going to need to peep back in there to make sure you ain't left no smears or souvenirs. <laughs> smears or souvenirs? Oh, yeah, he's been practicing for a while. Or if you don't want to do that and she got a dog, wait till she walk out the room and go take a shit right next to her dog. When she come back in the room, let that bitch know what Charlie did. Fuck Charlie. Game is game. Oh, no, I know a real Charlie in real life. Hey, uh, appreciate you, guy. I'm talking about this bitch dog. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, man, let's say it all works out. Let's say you guys get into a relationship. Let's say you stay together for a few motherfucking years and, and, and everything works out or it seems to be working out. But then something happens and it doesn't work out and you break up. When you do break up, this weird things the, the, the weird thing with humans is that we still think about people that we used to be with. Well, there's something that you should know. Listen. Here are three things that your ex probably doesn't want you to know. Number one, if they were with you for any reasonable length of time and they loved you, they probably haven't stopped loving you. Human emotion is not one of those things that we can just turn on and turn off like a light switch. There's not some button out there that we can just push that says, I no longer care. And that includes your ex as well, unless they had some serious psychological dysfunction. There's probably at least a part of them that still really cares about you. Number two, there's probably something that goes on in your ex's mind where they wonder what it would have been like if they had stayed with you and what their future 
would have been like. That's a very human thing to do. And although we like to think that the people that broke up with us just don't care and they don't think about us anymore, that's probably not true. They probably think about you quite often, as a matter of fact. That's very true. And number three, there's a pretty good chance that if you had a reasonable relationship and you were together for any length of time, that they probably wonder whether or not they did the right Here are whether or not they did the right thing. I hate it when the real does that sometimes. But luckily, you people, you have me in the time space that it is that you're listening to me in. And I'm still stuck right here right now trying to put this podcast together. But I cannot ignore another thing. Some people be on that bullshit. I don't want to be affiliated with anyone who is on some bullshit. Motherfucker, I'm crispy. Leave me out of it. Why are there so many motherfuckers on some bullshit? Bitch, leave me out of it with your dumbass bullshit. Yeah, leave me out of the dumbass bullshit. Speaking of dumbass bullshit, there is something that I saw that 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 I know for a fact was some bullshit. And I know for a fact that you don't want any more terrible motherfucking stories. But for the fact, I mean, the fuck, I, I love facts. Let's put the facts up on the top shelf. The 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 bullshit that I saw was was horrendous. It was egregious. And, 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 and truthfully, now that I look at it, I'm not even sure that I'm going to run the whole story. I mean, now that I brought I'm going to run the story. Listen. Brown and his wife, 42-year-old Sarita Brown, were gunned down with an AR-15 style rifle by their own son. See? Bullshit. 25-year-old Trinell Brown. NBC 15's Andrea Ramey joins us now. Andrea, a four-year-old witness before. That's right, Kim. And that little girl is the murder suspect's own daughter. Police say her grandparents were murdered after getting into an argument with their son. Surveillance video captured the sound of the gunfire Saturday afternoon on McFarland Road off Highway 31. Heard a loud bang and then about uh, eight, six or eight shots in rapid fire. Investigators say 25-year-old Trinell Brown fired at least 15 shots with an AR-15 style rifle that struck his mom and dad, 42-year-old Soretta Brown and 52-year-old Clemmie Brown, multiple times in this mobile home where they all live together. Today, Brown, seen here in a black and white striped prison jumpsuit, appeared briefly before a judge for an initial appearance where the state continued the hearing. There was a four-year-old juvenile present at the time. Uh, it was actually the, the suspect's daughter. Um, so, unfortunately, we have a very young witness in this case. Lieutenant Andre Reed says Brown came home from work Saturday and got into an argument with his parents. Reed would not say what the feud was about, but did say it had been ongoing for several days. Reed says Brown did not appear to be upset after the shooting. No, uh, he wasn't upset. Uh, in fact, he actually called 911. Uh, he cooperated with the deputies when they first arrived. Uh, he put the gun down and you know, basically gave up, came in and gave a statement. Uh, so no, I, I would describe it as pragmatic, you know, almost like he just made this decision to uh, unfortunately murder his parents. A woman who identified herself as the suspect's aunt but did not provide her name says her nephew is schizophrenic. She says she was on the phone with her sister Syretta when the shooting happened. She disputes investigators' account of an ongoing feud. She says her nephew fired the rifle outside and her sister told him to stop. That's when she says more gunfire erupted and her sister ran inside. Reed says Brown does have a mental health problem, but he says Brown was working and it was not, quote, an observable issue. Wait a second. Wait a second. So the kid was known to have a mental issue already, a substantiated mental issue already. OK, why does he have a gun? Number one of all. Number two of all, that was was she on the phone with her sister when her sister got murdered? I don't think that's it. Uh, I think, you know, he's going to need to be held accountable for his actions. You motherfucking right. Uh, I think that this is a decision that he made based on his own statements that he just decided to go in 
and uh, on Saturday was the day he was going to kill his parents. This motherfucker just decided on a Saturday that, hey, you know what? I'm going to go on in here and uh, I'm going to kill my I'm going to kill my parents in front of my kid. I mean, I, I don't know. I know one thing that that little motherfucker decide he had he deserves to be in jail for the rest of his motherfucking life. He has decided the outcome for the rest of his life. And when he gets to jail. There may be uh, uh, opening arms, depending on where it is that he sent or depending on what uh, 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 branch or wing of the prison they put him in. But if they send him somewhere where people love their parents, I hope he has a plan. And, and when I say I hope he has a plan, I hope he has a strategy to get through that motherfucker without getting fucked up. Some people have found strategy in prison like this. Listen. One day I get yanked into the bathroom by these two guys, these big jack black guys. They slap the glasses off my face. Give me that shit. They pick me up by the shirt. Punk motherfucker. And they say, listen, we need money on my books. We On your books or on their books? Glee. They tried to extort me. I never sent them the money. I used my brains and this is where the paying for protection part comes into play. I found the biggest guys in prison that were in that unit and I befriended them. It wasn't like, hey, I'm gonna give you money to protect me. It was using the fact that I was this young white kid and using the fact that they didn't have much money. So I would buy them commissary weekly. Oh yeah, so you turned into a, uh, what do you call that shit? Uh, uh, when you, a sacrificial lamb basically. In other prisoners eyes, it looked as though they were hustling me. These guys that were protecting me were hustling me so other people wouldn't get involved with that because then you would be knocking off their hustle. So I was giving commissary to these people and they would look after me and no one would bother me because other inmates didn't want to affect these guys' hustles. One day I get yanked, yanked into, into the back. Hey, Amen. Hey, whatever it is that you need to do, to survive do what you gotta do man and now here is a segment from terrence howard the main man uh, bro oh my the most slept on member in the jackson five the one and only jermaine jackson man <laughs> what a brick half a brick whole brick it's oj the juice man <laughs> y'all crazy for this rest in peace nelson main della man <laughs> Bro, oh one my. more. The most slept on member in the Jackson Five. The one and only Jermaine Jackson, man. Jermaine Jackson, babe. I thought I could give you a little, a, a little, a little laugh before I get out of here with leaving you some of these teardrop stories that's coming next. Listen to this right here. Oh, let me just get this straight. In the last few years. A biological male has been named Woman of the Year on several magazine covers. A biological male is referenced as a top-ranking female in our White House. A biological male was named the NCAA Woman's Swimmer of the Year. A biological male is making tens of thousands of dollars being the face of womanhood for Nike, for Tampax, for Bud Light, for Kate Spade, and countless other companies. A biological male took home the award for Best Actress at the Golden Globes. When? What? Did I miss this shit? Are we really still trying to make the case that feminism supports women when the feminists are completely silent and or cheering on? Biological men taking over the space of women? Somebody spell this out for me. So let me just get this straight. In the last few years, a biological male has been named Woman of the Year on several magazine covers. That's right. It is true, baby boo. I promise you that that is not made up. Let's go in. So today we can add Olay to the list of companies that have caved to the woke and are choosing to use men to promote and advertise women's products. Okay, one thing before you go any further. Now, I believe that we need to take the woke 
out of this movement because it is just a movement. It is not affiliated with anything woke. They have taken the word which was empowering to black people. And then they have trans something that into something else. It has been transferred. It has been trans appropriated. It has been trans something transferred. I don't know. Because apparently real women aren't good enough. Oh, to me, baby, all of y'all are good enough. You fed up yet? I know I am. I don't know about you, but when I decide where to shop for my makeup, skincare, hair care, body lotion, sunscreen, um, I prefer it without a side of sausage and meatballs. So I'm done with Olay and Sephora and Ulta and Pantene and all these other companies. And I just get my stuff in the Patriot box. So today we can add Olay to the list of companies that have caved to the woke. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, since I'm not a woman, I'm not necessarily sure of all of these, these, these female advertisements that have now been transferred over to trans advertisements. I, 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 I didn't know. Let's just say, um, I haven't been red-pilled or blue-pilled enough. What the fuck does that mean? FBI that works directly with the ADL every day, and we could not do our job, if you will, of, of fighting anti-Semitism without them doing their job of protecting our community. So, Director Ray, we are, we are in your... We, we really, really have the deepest appreciation for you and all of your professionals. Thank you for the work that you do. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you for... All right, I don't know what the hell that, that exchange was about. But in post about American political parties, the red pill generally refers to the GOP, while the blue pill is aligned with the Democratic Party. So the GOP is the Republicans. I'm taking you to school this morning, kids. The GOP is red pill. The blue pill is the Democratic party for many the red pill is just the first step in a longer journey being red pilled means shifting away from one set of beliefs to another set of anti-ethical beliefs this can be as basic as a democrat becoming a republican or as radical as someone coming to believe that jews control the world that feminism is destroying the west Mainstream usage of the term includes conservative speaker Candace Owens naming her YouTube channel Red Pilled Black. Yes, yes, don't cry, you little bitty baby. But yes, that's what red pill, blue pill means. And sometimes the red pill can kill you. Sometimes the blue pill can kill you. Sometimes somebody's body can just kill you. Listen. Morbid facts, part 329. In 1994, 31-year-old Gloria Ramirez was admitted to a California hospital with symptoms thought to be related to her cervical cancer. She was acting extremely confused and her heart rate was rising rapidly as medical staff did everything they could to return her vital signs to normal. But eventually, nurses noticed a strange oily sheen on Gloria's body, as well as a fruity, garlicky scent emitting from her mouth. Her drawn blood smelled like ammonia and had strange tan-colored particles floating in it. Soon enough, the nurses were having breathing issues and began passing out just from being around her body. Whoa, so this lady went to the hospital and started dropping motherfuckers in the hospital? Within a few hours, 23 people fell ill and five were admitted to the hospital. Ramirez ended up dying from kidney failure and a hazmat crew was called in to transport her body. Wow. Turned out she had been taking the extremely toxic substance dimethyl sulfone as a home remedy to treat her cancer. Where did she get that from? Most likely explanation for her poisonous body. Morbid facts. That is a morbid fact for that ass. I mean, damn. I, 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 I don't know where to go with that. I mean, get fucking people up and shit like that. I mean, I don't know. I, I, you know, it's grim. It's horrible. It's sad. It's unforgiving. Some of the stories it is that I present to you on my podcast, but I have to remind you that this is only a piece of my mind. And right now we're about to go a little bit deeper in. Prepare yourself for this. The Teletubbies conspiracy theory claims that the show was inspired by events in a Bulgarian mental facility called La La Land. 
psychotic children were purportedly isolated in dark rooms, and apparently four children who died on the same day inspired the characters in Teletubbies. Lala's facial disfigurement and five years of isolation inspired Lala. Tuate, a deaf, facially deformed child, was tied to the fence outdoors and frostbitten, inspiring Tinky Winky. Donka, starving and unwell, inspired Dipsy by lying in his vomit for days. Ultimately, Paulina fell into a fire and was roasted alive, inspiring Poe. So why are they called the Teletubbies? The children's main source of comfort were the television sets in their room, and when they got word that the mental institution was getting rid of them, the children concocted a plan to hide the TVs. The children would rip out their insides to hide the miniature TV sets that were too big to swallow, only to be found dead by the returning caregivers the next morning. Hey man, I don't know. If you let your kids watch the Teletubbies, when I let my kids watch the Teletubbies, but man, I did not know that that was the story behind the well-known Teletubbies. From what I know about the Teletubbies, I heard there was some freaky motherfuckers on the set. I didn't hear anything about them gutting themselves or swallowing TVs or cutting out their belly buttons, but that story right there, it made the hair stand up on the back of my motherfucking neck, and that is not a lie at all. Papa. Grandson, my guy, what's going on? Go okay. Damn it, as you wish. Now, I need you to pull out your phones. Can I get you to like, rate, subscribe, and share the podcast? Five stars definitely helps me get the recognition that is needed for the podcast to prevail in the areas that are needed. So I would greatly appreciate for you to like rate, subscribe, and share the podcast. Every single one of these podcasts are recorded in one sitting. No go-backs, no edits, no redos. All genuine, all genuine motherfucking reflections of my mind state at the moment of me recording. Now, last but not least, well, this isn't the last. Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through just don't hurt nobody in the process. That is the only thing that I ask of people. Let us not become a redistribution center for the same hurt and pain that it is that we had to take to get here, man. Last but not least, every single one of these podcasts is dedicated to the life, the love, the legacy, and memory of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you, mama, and I miss you, baby. My name is Justice, and you already know this is my peace. <laughs>